being volunteer was not my first time in in voluntary center of Skopje. I was a scout, like a young, so it was kind of a volunteer uh, job all my young ages. After that, I was few times in a different uh, concerts around Poland, uh, working like a volunteer. So I think it's a great opportunity for young people to get some opportunities about uh, kind of, of new understanding of some things. For them, for free, they need, they need to, to pay, and of course, the what they get is is priceless. Voices to hear. Hey guys and welcome to Voices to Hear. I'm Anna Marek and today we are talking with David Trajkowski, licensed Polish-speaking tourist guide in Macedonia. Thank you for coming. Hello, welcome. Introduce yourself. I'm David, Macedonian guy who left who lived in uh, Poland. I was a volunteer here in, in Skopje around eight years ago. After my volunteer project, I started to work like a tourist guide. Until today, that's my job in Skopje, in all around Macedonia. Why did you decide to go to Poland for university? I'm half Polish. My mom is Polish, so that's why I was Poland. And of course, was a better education. I thought in that period that it's better education to have in the Poland. I was studying tourism, so that's also how I'm working today. And why did you decide to come back to Macedonia? Because of the sun, <laughs> probably this is my land of sun. I, I love Macedonia, and I thought with it was opportunity for me to start like a first Polish speaking uh, guide, first list Polish speaking guide. Uh, so a lot of Polish are coming to to Macedonia. So let's go back little uh, back to the time when you were volunteer in VCS. How do you remember that time? That was a great period. I was the only Polish guy in the time. There was a bigger group from France. It was a great uh, opportunity to meet uh, the people. The atmosphere the, the, uh, in the office, it was great. We were uh, writing the, the magazine that period and also we was uh, working with the major uh, Roma people in Skopje. Uh, yeah, but really positive period that I spent almost one year in the office of Volunteer Center Skopje. Would you say more about being a volunteer, not only in VCS, because we know it's great, but also like uh, being a volunteer? Yeah, uh, being volunteer was not my first time in, in Volunteer Center Skopje. I was a scout, like a young, so it was kind of a volunteer uh, job of all my young ages. After that, I was a few times in a different uh, concerts around Poland, uh, working like a volunteer. So I think it's a great opportunity for young people to to get some opportunities about uh, kind of new understanding of some things for free. For them for free, they need, they need to, to pay. And of course, the what they get is, is priceless. Yeah, we can know that even after a three weeks being here. So what did you learn during that time? It was the first time for me, like working around the magazine. So for me, uh, even the, the Photoshop was the, the thing that I, I don't like actually till today uh, working with uh, PC. So for me, it was uh, like, yeah, a lot of time spent in the office. Uh, so all this graphic stuff that I learned uh, from managing the magazine. Okay, so now let's go back to the tourism because this is what uh, you are doing. You are a tourist guide. So how did it start the Skopje by David? I have studied tourism in Poland. So that was the idea that I'm coming back to my homeland 
and uh, the idea was to show to my Polish people my Macedonia. Poles, like I said in the last years, they are uh, one of the uh, most visited uh, tourists in Macedonia. Uh, with the Instagram, it was time that I, I need, I must to do it in, in these days. I'm part of a big project. It's it's in Polish. It's called Przewodnicy bez granic. So that's how everything started. It's a big project with uh, Polish tourist guides around the world. We are like more than 50 guides now, really around the world, like from Peru to Bali. So I need to do have uh, Instagram to like cooperate with them. You said about the project that uh, we can translate into English as uh, Guides Without Borders. How did it start? Uh, Guides Without Borders, ex exactly. It started like uh, even first days of, of uh, pandemic. It was in the March. I get the phone from uh, Lisbon, from my friend today is my friend actually most of us we don't know each other so this the, the the beautiful thing like in this project it started in the beginning of pandemic uh, when uh, we understood that probably for uh, next few weeks or maybe a few months it was more than one year we're gonna stay without uh, a job so that was some kind of thing that we need to do all together and kind of commercial uh, marketing for uh, for ourselves so it's like you are friends with these people Yeah, today they are like, yeah, we are a big, big family now. And what's your role in that organization? Uh, I'm presenting Macedonia. So everyone is just presenting the, the country he is living. Most of them, they are uh, Polish people living around uh, the world. So let's talk about a little bit about COVID, even though we are done with that. <laughs> Especially, I think, uh, you, because you are a tourist guide, this is your job. But uh, what do you think, what, what impact COVID made on tourism? The biggest impact of, of pandemic was actually tourism. We, even till today, we, we can feel it. Uh, the season just started uh, a few days ago. It was a first charter from uh, Poland. So I'm like starting my season now, but still we can, we can feel the, the influence of COVID because of all the obligations that we have around and still we don't know what we're going to be tomorrow. The rules are changing every day. So how the situation looks right now? At the moment, uh, Macedonia is really open for everyone. We don't need any tests to, to entrance the country. Uh, the flight started again already to Skopje and to Ohrid. There are two airports in Macedonia. So, like I said, Macedonia is really open for uh, for tourists, and we are counting on it that this this year we're gonna work something. And um, what do you think? What other solutions have you uh, have to come up with during that difficult time <laughs> for tourism? <laughs> Um, that was the idea of, of guides uh, without borders. Actually, we started to to work in like a virtual place. I already made one online tour in Skopje, which was visited from almost thousand people. It was so we started actually in this virtual life of of guiding. And that was something completely new for me. But also all this stuff with, with uh, social media that we are doing. We are writing some uh, uh, songs, some short movies, but everything like it was uh, this kind of virtual guiding. 
So let's talk a bit about social media. Do you think it's part of your job now? Yes, it must be. I'm not so happy with, with this kind of working. I, I prefer to work with live people in, in, in life. But uh, yeah, this is something we, we need to do already. And people are interested in that kind of stuff? Yes, it's 21st century. So yeah, this is something that it, it, it's normal now. Maybe I'm like old fashioned still, but uh, yeah. You need to be there. Yeah, you meet a lot of people, I guess, during your job, showing them uh, beautiful Macedonia. So what kind of relations do you have with them? Like it's only you meet them and that's all or you have friends because of that job? It, it depends. I've met really a lot of people. Like I said, I was the, the first and only Polish guide in Macedonia. So I have a lot of tours. This uh, this is my 10th year of working, 10th season that I'm working like a guide. Uh, but still I have some um, friends we have contact till today. Yesterday I have a one group. The guy came after eight years. It was first time eight years ago and I recognized him. It was like a huge hug and it was nice, nice atmosphere. He was part of the big group and I recognized him. He also recognized me, of course. Uh, so it was like after eight years we met again in Skopje. So a lot of people come here from Poland right now after that COVID. Uh, yeah, this year we are, yeah, yeah. I think that Poles and Ukrainians for now, they only, they came like with big groups. Like I say, first charter landed uh, three days ago in Macedonia from Warsaw. Uh, tomorrow I'm expecting the new charter from Katowice, so it was twice per week uh, they will land flights from Poland. So I have no idea how your job works. I mean, I don't know how people find you and all of that stuff. So if you could explain how you get the groups and... Uh... That was that I already started uh, even I was still uh, in Poland. Or uh, if this like one year I spent in Macedonia, so I was like I, in the beginning, of course, I was contacting all the agencies. In that period, Macedonia was not uh, so, so popular in the Polish market, but I was looking for uh, agencies they have Macedonia in their programs. So I was like contacting them. Hello, I'm here. I'm a Polish-speaking guide and I'm expecting you. In the beginning, it was like that. For now, sometimes I have like questions for, for from to, tomorrow. Like, do you have free time for tomorrow morning to guide us? So probably, I don't know, maybe social media. And uh, like I said, it was uh, a lot of agencies that I already work with them. So probably this is kind of info that is going around with Polish tourists. And would you say that being a volunteer before helped you? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. This is like, yeah, yeah I'm working with people. And before that, of all the, all the activities in my life that I have, like a volunteer, of course, everything is compacting for a person. So it's a great opportunity. So now we can say that being a volunteer is really good job and we should do that. So uh, let's talk about, about the future for tourism. What do you think? can we expect today it's it's different to say like i said we don't know what is going to be tomorrow but for sure that's uh, the virtual guiding it's something that it it will be in the future but at the moment it's very hard to to plan it to to, to think about it what it's going to be i wanted to ask you also about the scopia what made you that you still here and that you still love that uh, city 
since I started my job, I started to, to love Skopje. I learned about the city and then I'm, I'm sharing this information and this love about my, my city. I like it because it's a mix of culture, because it's like Balkans in a, in a small. Skopje, it's not so huge city. It's like uh, something more than 700,000 people. But it's the biggest city in Macedonia. It's the capital. It's one third of the population in Macedonia lives here. So you have almost everything what you need for a, for a normal life. It's the biggest city in, in Macedonia. It's very easy to go around the city. Everything is close. It's like I said, it's not so huge city that you need to travel like hours around. Everything you have, uh, it's close in the city center. And of course, with uh, this kind of job, I have everything uh, in the city center. So my tours are around two, three hours. I can show everything. So it's easy also for uh, for working for me. You are only tourist guide for Polish people, Ukra- Ukrainian, that you said, but or also you are tourist guide for English speakers. Uh, most of the time I'm working with, with Polish tourists. That's why I don't have uh, so much time for others. Uh, in 2019 was the the best year for, for me. And I had almost every day in the in the season, starting like in uh, April till October, almost every day I had some Polish groups. Yeah, you are starting your volunteer project and uh, I support you. And I, I think it's, it's really good opportunity. So I wish you all the best and regards from my land of sun.